Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 770, for Wednesday, April 6th, 2022. This is the BGG Top 10 edition, a quarterly look at the top 10 ranked games on Board Game Geek, as based on the ratings of its users. This data is from April 1st of 2022, last Friday, so it might be a touch out of date, but should be pretty close. Before we get into the top 10, we do have a game falling out. After two quarters at number 9, down two spots to 11, Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization, by Vlada Kvadl, published by Czech Games Edition, with a rating of 8.139. That is a decline of 11 points from last quarter, its 17th consecutive quarter of decline, over which time it has lost 184 points. This ends a 24-quarter run for Through the Ages in the top 10. That's six years. It reached number two back in October of 2016. That was its peak position. It stayed there for five quarters up until January of 2018, which is when Gloomhaven took over the top and knocked through the ages down to number three. In January of 2018, it also had its peak rating of 8.324, which even today would still be good enough to keep it at number four. It has given away a lot of that rating. Interestingly, the quarter it entered the top 10 was the same quarter that the first edition of Through the Ages exited the top 10. It debuted in April of 2008 and had a 34-quarter run. It also peaked at number two in October of 2011, and over the course of the next three years, it was there for six different quarters in that position, all the way until October of 2014, uh, two years later. The second edition was up at number two. The first edition had a peak rating of 8.173, or a good 150 points shy of the second edition's peak rating. Today, that peak rating would only be good enough for number 8. But what that means is, for the first time in 14 years, there is no Through the Ages game in the top 10. Repeating at number 10 for the third quarter, War of the Ring the second edition, by Roberto de Meglio, Marco Maggi, and Francesco Nepotello, published by Ares Games, with a rating of 8.141, just a narrow two points over Through the Ages, as it gains six from last quarter. At the same time, it extends its lead over Great Western Trail down at number 12. Two quarters back, it only had a one-point lead, over Great Western Trail when it first entered the top 10, when War of the Ring first entered the top 10. That expanded to 11 last quarter and now up to 22, as Great Western Trail is starting to fade. The game that bumped through the ages climbs two spots from 11 to 9, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with a rating of 8.144. Just three points more than War of the Ring, only five more than Through the Ages. It is a 13-point jump for it to get into the top ten.
It's been a slow ascent for Spirit Island, really just picking up a position or two every quarter. Uh, Two quarters back, for example, it was number 12. So it went from 12 to 11 to 9. Repeating at number 8 for the third quarter, Star Wars Rebellion by Cory Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.169, 25 more than Spirit Island, and a decline of 3 points. Now that's a delta between the two games of 16, although last time it was only 6, so we might expect Spirit Island to pass Rebellion, perhaps in two or three quarters. Repeating at number 7 for the fourth quarter, Gaia Project by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.174, five more than Star Wars Rebellion, and a decline of two points. So these two games have been really locked in a neck-and-neck struggle for the last two years, really. Rebellion had a narrow lead of two points when you go back a couple years. Then they were tied. Uh, Then Rebellion, then uh, rather, Gaia Project went up by five. And then since then, the gap has been five, five, four, 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 and now five again. So these two are very consistent with their slight gains and the last couple quarters, their slight losses. After returning to number five last quarter, stepping back again to number six, Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, Corey Kaneska, and Dane Beltrami, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.255, 81 more than Gaia Project. Remember that the gap between Gaia Project at seven and through the ages, in fact, let's say Great Western Trail at 12, is about 55 points, but here the gap is 81. That is a seven-point decline for Twilight Imperium, which is the first time that it has suffered a decline in the three years it has been in the top 10. After two quarters, no, after seven quarters, at number four, stepping back a spot to number five, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with a rating of 8.269, 14 more than Twilight Imperium, and a decline of 5 points. This is its fourth consecutive decline, during which time it has lost only 18. It has, however, reversed the delta between itself and Twilight Imperium. Last quarter, it looked like Twilight Imperium might pass terraforming Mars this summer, uh, now that's in much more doubt. But also reversing trend in the other direction, after getting up to number five, slipping back to six last quarter, popping back up two to four, Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with a rating of 8.270 just one point more than terraforming Mars on a 14-point gain. Now, last time, it had a very unexpected drop. This is only Jaws of the Lion's fifth quarter in the top 10. 
and previous quarters it had gains of 18 and 17 before losing 6 last quarter, now gaining 14 again. That seems much more in keeping with what we would have expected. I do wonder if the sharper declines from terraforming Mars and Twilight Imperium are a little bit of ratings bashing. Hard to say. But uh, is this the peak position that Jaws of the Lion will see? There is a vast gulf between number four and now we can say the top three positions. When Pandemic Legacy took over the number one spot, it created this vast gulf. Gloomhaven crossed it. And now a third game has crossed most of that distance. Repeating at number three for the eighth consecutive quarter is Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with a rating of 8.422. That is 152 points more than Jaws of the Lion. A gain of four points on the quarter its smallest gain, and yet still it continues to inch closer to the top two. The gap between number four, Jaws of the Lion, and number 12, Great Western Trail, is 151 points. The gap between Jaws of the Lion and Brass, between four and three, 152. Brass has not yet ascended further, because repeating at number two, For the 18th consecutive quarter, and continuing to be our longest-running game in the top 10, Pandemic Legacy, Season 1, by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.436, only 14 points more than Brass, a decline of 7 on the quarter. This is in keeping with the declines it has been seeing over the last year. The last four quarters of decline for Pandemic Legacy, including this one, have been 7, 7, 6, and 6. So consistent. It is its 15th decline in the last four years for a total of 65 points altogether. But take a look at that gap between Pandemic Legacy and Brass. Two quarters back, it was 41. Last quarter, 25 now only 14. This quarter, Pandemic Legacy lost 7, Brass gained 4. If that were to repeat next quarter, that they would only be 3 points apart. And we'll have to see what happens there. We could see a little bit of ratings shenanigans one way or the other as it approaches that lofty spot. And repeating at number 1 for the 18th quarter, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalifair Games, with a rating of 8.497, dipping back below 8.5 for the first time in, since well, since it crossed that threshold way back when. That is a gap of 61 points between Gloomhaven and Pandemic Legacy, notably only 75 between Gloomhaven and Brass, and a decline of 14 points for Gloomhaven continuing to have a pattern of pretty consistently double the decline that Pandemic Legacy has. That's a tie for its second largest decline yet in its 13th consecutive, during which time it has lost 124 points. It's a seven-point delta between Gloomhaven and Pandemic Legacy again, 
So the gap has shrunk over the last couple of quarters from 75 to 68 to 61. Pandemic legacy continues to whittle away at Gloomhaven, but even still, at this rate, we're looking at more than two years before it can overhaul Gloomhaven again. Meanwhile, the gap between Gloomhaven and Brass over the last couple quarters has shrunk from 116 to 93 to 75. At that pace, it could be only one year before Brass passes both Pandemic Legacy and Gloomhaven. But it will need to step up its game a little bit. This four-point gain, well, it could do it with a four-point gain if Gloomhaven keeps losing 14. But who's to say how we can project out these trends? We'll check back in in July. For Wednesday, April 6th, 2022.